If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, Lazio, all over the world. Welcome to another episode of Lazio Lounge. What can we say about last night? Another incredible performance from Lazio. Um, I have three things of mind that I don't want to see anymore. Reina, goalkeeper, Patrick, central defender, and Alizar not singing the Lazio anthem. Hello, <laughs> what was for you yesterday? Um, oh God, I mean, I don't know, we were here, what, three days ago talking about how we just witnessed one of the worst Lazio performances we'd seen in in years and uh, against Napoli, and then we're back a few days later, and I don't know, maybe, maybe can't quite say the same thing, because the second half, obviously, Lazio improved a lot, but Wow, I mean, there were parts of that game last night, especially in the first half, where um, it was a bit embarrassing, really, to be honest. And it was probably the craziest game I've ever seen at a stadium, though. I mean, eight goals, a huge comeback, three red cards. Um, It's a shame that the two of us were probably about 50% of the crowd last night and nobody else could be bothered to go. Yeah, that's another thing that we have to talk about. Uh, I don't know the official numbers, but they were very low. Um, they have been asked why so few attendants. Well, Thursday night, that doesn't help. 9 p.m. kickoff, 8.45 p.m. kickoff, it's not good. Uh, was heavily, has been raining all day long. And 20 euros, the curva, it's, uh, it's not cheap, especially considering that they are not season tickets this year. So Lazio fans are spending a lot of money compared to Roma fans that have season tickets. There was like an offer uh, for Black Friday, like seven euros the next couple of matches for Roma. So it, it looks as that Lazio doesn't want fun at the stadium. They're trying to do everything to keep the stadium uh, empty. Yeah, and there was a lot of chance against Lotito last night. Um, yeah. Presumably with with that in mind, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure for many reasons, but that being one of them. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it just, it's a really bad look, isn't it? And, you know, I understand everyone's got their own reasons for not going to games and the weather yesterday was terrible during the day and it's a Thursday night and it's Udinese or, you know, pre-match would have thought is about the dullest game possible. Um, but still, it's <laughs> it's unacceptable to have a, a home Serie A match and be getting a crowd of, I think it was under 7,000. Uh, yeah, I think around 6,000, right? That should be yeah. the number. Which... Alistair, where do we start? Shall we start from a goalkeeper who's not able to shop to stop any shot on target? I mean, in the last nine, in the last two matches, Lazio had nine shots on target and eight was were goals. So I know they weren't all easy goals, but come on, if you're fighting for the Europe League or a Champions League position, your goalkeeper should sometimes make some good save, which is not happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know, maybe we we said after Napoli that you can't individually blame Reina for for many of those goals, but like you say, I think when when you reach a certain level, you want your keeper to start saving something out of the ordinary rather than just making the routine saves and if you get it far enough to either side, you can just expect it to fly in. You know, he could have moved quicker to get the first one, for example. It was a great header, but a more agile, quick keeper probably would have got there. Um, yeah, and, and you know, I've seen a few, you know, people are getting really fed up with this now. Um, I saw a petition was launched last night to try and get Strakosha back in the team. Um, but I've also seen some people posting some statistics about this. Sadly, I've not been prepared enough to bring them with me. But in terms of the actual uh, save per shot ratio of goalkeepers, you know how you get XG in terms of the quality of uh, of chances and how many goals a, a player or a team should be scoring. Well, it's the kind of all equivalent for goalkeepers, and and Reina's is extraordinarily poor, very low, um, and Strakosha's in comparison is a lot better, as you'd expect. So, I mean, that's that's the strength. I think you can only use the argument of, well, okay, maybe he's going to not save as many shots, but he won't get you in as much trouble with his feet. I think you can only use that argument for so long before you start to think, well, uh, where where do we make more points? Do we make more points by having a goalkeeper who might actually keep out some a few more goals or by having one who plays decent passes out to the midfield? Yeah, and especially the first goal. The ball was coming my direction and it looks like it was slow motion. Uh, and the ball was slowly going towards the net and my goalkeeper was still standing there without doing nothing. Uh, it, it was... A nice header, but it was so slow that I cannot accept that a Serie A goalkeeper didn't didn't stop it. So uh, the, the 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 most concerning part, Alistair, is that I would take this this draw that for me looks like a defeat, but I would accept it if from Sunday I would have Strakosha back on goal. Instead, my biggest concern is that I feel that even after this performance, we will see Reina start against Sampdoria Sunday. <laughs> I mean, this drives me really crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, well, we can probably move on to the next one as well, which is the choice of um, Patrick as being the consistent third-choice option as our centre-back now. And we, we saw the, uh, the rare sighting of um, Stefan Radu last night, but only 
because he was forced to come on basically after Patrick's red card. And um, I don't know, Patrick against Napoli, we weren't um, too impressed. And then to be honest, last night was a bit of a disaster for him. Um, two of the goals at least at fault. And then the two yellow cards. Um, second one, pretty soft, but he shouldn't be doing that on a yellow card. <laughs> pretty simple. And the timing of it, the fact that Lazio had just equalized. I mean, oh. I, mean I, I like your British style uh, when you talk about Patrick. You know, I thought he was awful. Full stop. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the fact that Sarri yesterday in the press, well, two days ago now, in the press conference said, well, without Luis Felipe, I just have uh, Patrick. I mean, Vavro is right-footed. He completely, <laughs> is he in the team or not? Why Why you consider Patrick only right-footed? The other thing is, it's a little bit like, a, like the Reina situation, right? Okay, it's better to have two left-footed central defender that really defend than one left-footed and one right-footed with one that doesn't defend. I mean, obviously, that must be the best choice, right? Um, Radu came in, Alistair, and as you were pointing out, he, he hardly played. I thought even when we were one man down, our defense looked stronger with Radu in the pitch than when we were um, 11 with Patrick. So, I mean, again, from now on, I hope to see Radu start rather than uh, Patrick. I mean... Yeah, you said the second yellow card was soft. I thought it was stupid. It was silly. We just yeah. recover, 3-1 down, let him go. Where, where can he go? I mean, can he score from there? I don't think so. So, yeah. it's he makes stupid decisions all the single time. It's not the first one. You, you cannot say, wow, I, I couldn't expect that. No, he does it every single time. It's not a surprise anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just we have to accept by this point that he's, he's not cut out of this level to be a starting centre-back. I mean, it was a surprise to all of us that he he was he kind of remained under Sarri to be a, a centre-back in this back four. And, you know, with Dennis Vavro being completely overlooked somewhere, um, with Stefan Rado being completely overlooked, more natural centre-back options exist than Patrick. And yet, he keeps getting the game time, keeps getting the faith. So, he's clearly... I don't know what it is. It, it might be his character, his work ethic, whatever. Um, but he's been popular with Inzaghi and now with Sadi. So he clearly has something about him that impresses coaches because sometimes it's hard to see as a fan. Um, but, you know, he'll obviously be suspended now after that. And I do just hope that they have a bit of a rethink. Because the other thing about Radu is that we've spoken over the last... Um, uh, well, over the last week after the Napoli game, particularly about the, the mentality of the team and you know the the lack of leadership some sometimes. Well, Radu is a player who can offer a bit of that. Um, I know that the mentality issues have obviously existed throughout the time Radu's been at the club as well, so he's not necessarily the answer to that problem. But he is someone who can um, who can offer a degree of kind of calmness and experience to the rest of the players on the pitch and. You're right. I think we did see a bit of that last night because Lazio, when they were down to 10 men, didn't really suffer an awful lot before. I know it didn't take Udinese long to very generously um, even things up again, but 
I, they they did okay with with ten men um, up until yep. that point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And again, I mean, seeing this Patrick, really, do do we really don't have anything better? I mean, even Vavro for me can be that bad, even because it's not only uh, making mistakes; they're silly mistakes. On the first goal, Patrick is watching his men. I mean, he's in the penalty box. What do you want to do more? I, I mean, this is. I don't know. And again, I don't think that, well, luckily enough, he cannot play Sunday or we lose 3-0 three, three because he was he's suspended. But I think that next time we're going to need a central defender, he's going to start and this is going to drive me crazy. So, uh, I don't know. Um, AC Milan, I know you need a central defender. Patrick is available. Come and grab it. It's all yours if you want. If you need to bring it to Milan, I can take it on the car and bring it up to San Siro whenever you need it. Because, yeah, I don't want to see him anymore. This is a really <laughs> a good point. This has just appeared on our screen here. Yeah, but who was, clo who was playing close to Rado? Arme. Well, yeah. You know, it, it's difficult. When, when, when your central defender is a disaster... It's easy that he can drug you down with him, right? I think the problem is as well that you know we we're talking we've just talked about Rain and now we're talking Even about this Patrick. one is a valid point. Huh? There's no difference with ten men because Patrick was sent off. Yeah, but I mean, I guess the the issue is just the same old problem. You know, it's the de it's the depth of quality. It doesn't really exist. I mean, the the problem is the entire defense as a unit uh, is full of Full of holes, really, um, and you know, I would I would even include the the fullbacks in that. Um, you know, Lazzari is a good player, but not necessarily um, always the best defensively. Husai's been a bit hit or miss so far. Acherbi's obviously by far the strongest player we've got, but even even we've seen him um, decline a little bit over the last year or so. I mean, the defense just. It needs more help from the midfield. Again, I was going on about this after the Napoli game, but last night, it's just these transitions. I came over and had a moan to you at halftime last night about that, but it's the only thing that you prepare for with Udinese. They don't attack you. They're not going to press you high up the pitch. Surely defensively, the only thing that you're really, you're really preparing for is transitions and counterattacks. And yet Lazio, two times in a row, yep. lose the ball, end up in a kind of two-on-two -two situation or worse and concede and come on you just got you've got to be better prepared for that the, the players the rest of the team have got to be working harder to help you with that um i mean sadly mentioned that after the match the fact that the midfield have responsibilities in this as well it's not just the defense no no oh, I, my I, god I mean, udinese don't score four goals in a match <laughs> they don't no. Last night was 20% of their goals for the entire Serie A season was scored against Lazio last night. It's and, absurd. And, and, and Alistair, the problem is, we saw it against Napoli. We saw it again yesterday. Minico Isavic and Luis Alberto are not tracking back. I'm not running to try to recover. Um, I think it's the second goal. There are two Lazio defenders and Felipe Anderson. There's no sight of... Minico Savic or Luis Alberto. They are not close to, to their opponent. I mean, you are, you are not a striker. You are a midfielder. You should do both phases, attacking and defending. 
Um, I don't know, Luis Alberto, what do you make of the performance of Luis Alberto? Because uh, when he was sub, I thought Lazio started playing a little bit better. Um, I didn't like Miliko Savic celebrating the goal like, hey, I'm God, here we are. Because where was he when, when Udinese was attacking? He was never close to his opponent. So remember, Sergei, you are a midfielder. Yes, I appreciate your goal. You, it was a terrific goal, but you forgot that that was just 50% of your job, right? Or I'm too hard. No, you're not. I mean, yeah, we've gone over this. We don't have the um, we don't have the luxury of being able to 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 just rely on on a back four to stick together. I mean, it wasn't even the back four. I mean, two of the goals, it was just Lazzari and Patrick defending. I don't know where Acerbi and, and Husay were, what happened to them, but we ended up with with uh, Patrick and Lazzari kind of two on two for for two of those goals. Um, no help from the midfield. Nobody really in sight. Um, and you're right. I don't know. It's it just feels like there's a lack of a lack of balance there, um, still being worked out. But um, Sarri's clearly determined to make it work because he's he's not changing it. Yeah. Um, I did wonder if he might after Napoli, if there was because it's a midweek game, especially if Basic had a good chance of of coming in and starting. I mean, you're right. Look, Sergei scored a goal last night that nobody else in that team can score. I mean on his weaker foot it was an incredible finish but you're right it did feel a bit like what <laughs> uh, that was the 3-2 goal was it or was it the 3-3 goal uh the 3-3 goal 3-3 goal the okay. so but... you know it's it's obviously yes it's it's fantastic and it's completed the comeback to a certain extent of drawing level but we're at home to Udinese, you know we're not stopping here let's <laughs> it's not real madrid that you say hey look what i've done right and, and the other thing, Alistair, again, Cataldi out, Basic in, I thought the midfield improved a lot. Uh, I was surprised to, to not see Basic starting yesterday. I thought, you know, after how we played against Napoli, I thought that could be the right decision. Uh, again, I think this is the second time that Basic came in in place of Cataldi and played in... Um, how can we say weird position because he wasn't playing in front of the of the defense, but he was in a central midfield def- position. And I thought he played well. He's physical. He's fast. He's got skill. He's a complete midfielder. Um, I think it's time to play him a little bit more, especially seeing how Luis Alberto and Miliko Savic are playing. Um, I don't know if this means that one of the two will be sold this January, but. I think the biggest issue we have now is finding some right position in the midfield because it's there where we're struggling. We are conceding far too often uh, counter-attacks. And, uh, I mean, for Lazio, this is dangerous, very dangerous. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes. Um, but you can you can really, when it comes to January and reinforcing the team, you can really make an argument for almost any any position literally any position in the team and uh <laughs> yeah. you know. after after yesterday i mean <laughs> you should well, change. you can though i mean think about it we don't have a valid alternative to immobile up front we only have uh three wingers for 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 two positions who who are kind of trusted to start and one of them's been injured all the time the midfield like you say is uh is lacking so quite a lot and the entire defense and goalkeeper are a problem i mean i am a little bit concerned where uh you know some of most of the reports i've been reading recently and we are kind of about how lazio's january plan is to try and get another fullback and yes i would like another fullback but i'm not sure that's the priority necessarily i think it, center back and then the problem on top of this is that Luis Felipe is about to enter the final six months of his contract still still no no new deal so he's going to be free to actually talk to other clubs plenty of clubs will be interested in him and what you end up with in that position is uh, either someone who's already agreed to join another club and they've lost interest or someone who knows that they're heading out in six months so they lose interest anyway um so that's another <laughs> another problem. Alize, what do you make about what Sari said after the match? He said, we need help this winter market. We sh- sh- should get someone, even if it's a youngster, but this team needs help. And he talked, the big plan is in the next three windows, transfer market windows, to improve this team. Um, first time that Sari mentioned that this team needs help. First time that he mentioned... In January, we need help. Um, thinking about how Lazio uh, did in winter transfer market, I'm a little bit concerned. But, you know, if you want to change something, you have to do it this, this January. Uh, do you believe something is going to happen or this is going to be as often happens? Okay, we have to sell players like Murici, Bravo, etc. And after the, that, we're going to sign some players. Um, because as we said, we need a central back. Patrick cannot be the first option. Maybe we need something even in midfield. Maybe we need a Vichy Mobile. I mean, we have plenty of needs right now, right? Yeah, we do. And I think it's it was always gonna take a few a few transfer windows for Sally to get something uh something resembling a squad that can do what he wants them to do. Um which is why, to be brutally honest, I think second season minimum is where we can really expect to see um, to see much out of this team. At the moment, he's trying to kind of get them to play a version of his of his style of football, but he can't really get them to do to do it properly because he doesn't have the players. Um, so yeah, it, it comes down to investment again. 
does Latito actually feel like he wants to be spending that money? Or is his idea, uh, we'll give Sari a new contract and then he'll be happy and we can forget about, you know, the, the Mercato yeah. for postpone that <laughs> for another few months. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. And, and this is also, I mean, you know, going on to a slightly different subject. So, but it's also, again, it shows the kind of failings of the youth system is when you, when you don't have the, the quality of depth in your squad and you don't have the willingness to be spending money, what you really want to be able to lean on at that point is bringing through your most exciting youth prospects. And they don't really seem to exist. Unless Frilonetto can be promoted as, as our goalkeeper because he's been doing quite well. But there, uh, there, there aren't exactly a huge amount of players in the Primavera team who are knocking on the door to be uh, to be in the first team. You, you know, this year I think it's a little bit different. Finally, the, the players that Bianchesi picked are finally in the Primavera. And I saw Lazio playing against Juventus two days ago and we lost. But I thought we played at the same level of Juventus. Um, funny enough, we don't have a number nine, but Cassiani, that's, that's a winger. It's very interesting. Uh, Floriani, Mussolini, there's a right back. He's very promising. Uh, for Lanet, as you mentioned, the goalkeeper is quite good. Uh, we have this Koulibaly that didn't play two days ago now. I don't know if he's injured. That is very interesting. So I think there are these youngsters uh, rising up finally. Uh, but would you risk them? I mean, uh, we hardly saw Lazio doing this in the past. So I'm not sure that's the right solution. Talking about performance, um, how did you rate Felipe Anderson yesterday, for example? Because the first goal, we finally saw Felipe Anderson at his best. But after that, what did he do? I mean, how do you rate Felipe yesterday? Very frustrating. I was getting really frustrated with him at the start. Um, it was interesting the regularity with which Sari was getting him and Pedro to switch wings at the start. I mean, um, I don't know what the idea was there, but Anderson started on the right, quite quickly moved to the left, and then soon enough moved back to the right again. I don't know if that's just an idea to try and disorientate the Udinese defence or if he saw some uh, mismatches there or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. For the goal, it was it did come down to him doing what we want him to do and kind of taking on a defender, and and that's great. But, um, but yeah, quite frustrating a lot of the time as well. I mean, who wasn't, though? <laughs> um, well, the, the, the thing that I don't understand is you did it once. Why didn't you do it anymore? I mean... It's the same player you had in front of you, and you dribble past him just once. This is a thing that, and it's not that he didn't, he tried it again and didn't work. He simply didn't do it anymore. So that, that's the thing I don't understand. And talking about who played well yesterday, well, I have two names, Chile Mobile and Pedro. Uh, it's not coincidence that they both score. I thought they both played very well. Um, I would love to have 11 Chile Mobile on the pitch. Because he was probably the only player who never stopped, who never gave up. He tried till the end. And um, I, I want to see the same thing from the other players. In particular, Luis Alberto Milinko Savic. Pedro didn't shine, didn't have an astonishing performance. He scored, he was always there. And um, yeah, that's, I think at the moment, this is what we need. Instead of seeing unbelievable goal from 
Miniko Savic, we need to see him consistently playing for 95, 97 yesterday minutes. Um, and again, I, we saw Zaccagni against Napoli. I thought he was playing well. Why he didn't start yesterday? Why we saw again Felipe Anderson starting? Alistair, what's your take on that? Um, I don't know. I mean, he's a favorite of Sarri's. He's, he's said from the start, you know, this guy has more talent than almost anyone I've ever coached. And Anderson started really well, started the season brilliantly. So clearly yep. he thinks that he's going to get back to that stage um, and nope. reach those levels again. Um, but against, I don't know, it's, well, it's easy to say in retrospect, obviously, but against a packed defense like Udinese, where you know you're basically going to be up against nine or ten players all match, those tight spaces, I don't know if you're really going to get as many opportunities to to you know take on players one-on-one -on -one and kind of get space down the wings and so on. Um, but yeah, I think Zakanyi does definitely deserve more time. Basic deserves more time. Strakosha deserves a run at this point. Radu deserves more time. I don't think, uh, you know, to be clear, I don't think doing any of that is going to revitalize this Lazio team. I think the, the problem goes deeper than just the selections that Sari is making. Um, I would say that now Lazio being in ninth place, being nine points off the top four is a very reasonable reflection of the season we've had. Um, I don't think that's unfair. Um, no. And it's a shame because it feels like, it does feel like a bit of a missed opportunity because Serie A's, there, there are a lot of weak teams in, in that kind of Europa League race, at least. I think the top four have pulled away. But when you look at Roma, when you look at Juve, they're having bad seasons. And Lazio you know, should be taking advantage of that. But instead, they're managing to have a worse one. 29 goals conceded in 15 games. I mean, it's very nearly two a game. There's now, well, I, mean, I was going through it the other day, but there's now only two teams left in Serie A who have conceded more than Lazio. Well, well, you know, Alistair, the problem is if your goalkeeper is not stopping anything, every goal on target is a goal. So, you know, there are going to be hundreds of goals to, uh, at the end of the season if we continue like that. Um, do you think Sadi is going to try a revolution next Sunday? Because you mentioned Stragosha, you mentioned Reina, you mentioned Basic, you mentioned Zakani. I think it's time to give them an option, give them a chance to start. We should be having Marusic back again. He could be starting and I think it's time. I think it's time. I think even to show uh, Luis Alberto, Milinko Isavich, Felipe Anderson, hey, guys, or you st start playing well again, or, you know, there's the bench. I have other options. I I'm going to try it because it's not working. Uh, I think really time. And even Leiva. Leiva could be another option. Uh, Cataldi has been struggling. I know it's not easy to 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 defend when... You are the teammates like Miniko Savic and Luis Alberto have give up on defending and you're one against five every time. But maybe with Labour, he's a more leader. He can um, manage better the defend the midfield and uh, force Miniko Savic and Luis Alberto to do what they need to do. Because otherwise, like this is gonna be a nightmare. And the other thing, Alistair, you mentioned the top four teams are like nine points ahead now. 
the incredible thing is we played against Atalanta. We played better than Atalanta and we deserve to win even though we draw. We played against Juventus. We lost. But again, we played probably better than Juventus. We played against Inter. We won. Only Napoli and Milan, we played terribly and they were away team. So this is the thing that drives me crazy. It's not that Lazio is worse than this team. It's simply we are dropping points uh, against small team with no reason. Well, I mean, there are reasons. You know, it's 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 the same old uh, mentality problem. It's the same old quality of, of squad problems. I mean, it's the same stuff we've really talked about for years with Inzaghi, and now it's the case of the that those same problems being transferred and adding another one of, of trying to transition to a new style of football, which is is proving a bit problematic. I mean, I think when it comes to the team selection thing, um, you know, Sadi's idea towards the start was kind of like you, you keep playing the same team because they're going to get more used to what he's asking from them and the style he's asking from them the more they play together. That well, look like <laughs> Mauricio, mate. I'm not sure they're quite getting it. So, um, yeah, at this stage, I mean, look, it's it's simple, really. When it comes to the fact that you've conceded eight goals in two games, you've got to change something. You can't you can't allow that to go kind of unpunished, unnoticed. You've got to change something. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And uh, again, Udinese scoring four goals, four goals in one single match, and. Again, it's none of this goal you could say, wow, what a what a finish. I mean, that's that's simply amazing. No. The first one, Reina is sleeping. On the second one, we are two against five. You know, there's always a re- on the fourth one, he's outside the box all alone. He doesn't even shoot strong for me. He it was a weak kick. And Reina again watches the ball goes in the box. I don't know what else can we do. I mean uh, I cannot play, but you know, I, I probably would have done better in that occasion. See, I mean, there's not a single goal that you can say, wait, what, what can we do here? It, this was terrific. No, I don't see this. Um, so really, uh, I was astonished, Alistair, when the, uh, Sari has been asked before the match, are you going to change something in goal? Is Sarkozy going to start it? He said, no. Reina is just, I don't, I don't have any reason why to, to change things. Well, if he doesn't have a reason now, then I don't know. <laughs> when, when will he have one to, to sub the goalkeeper? Yeah. Um, exactly. I mean, look, Strakosh is as well in a position where he's out of contract at the end of the season. So I don't know if, that's weighing on on their minds a bit as well but then surely at the same time if you're wanting to actually sell him in january then give him some games to try and remind everyone of his value um seems like a win-win i mean the fourth goal i just want to bring up for a second because no how how is he allowed to have that time and space there's the last kick of the game you've just got to defend one final set piece and they've left a man free at the edge of the box with no pressure on him. I just, it beggars belief, honestly. Um, 
But again, goalkeeper is the one calling the, the, the players. Cannot believe that, that Reina didn't see him, right? So, I don't know. It's maybe maybe they thought of, you know he's going to have to hit a worldie from that position to score. So let's just leave him and and challenge him to do that. And well, with, <laughs> with Reina, he just have to put it in the box in the <laughs> on target on target. So you know it's not that difficult, unfortunately. Alasdair, let's wrap it up here because otherwise I'm getting nervous and I have plenty of things to do. Don't want to ruin even this day. I don't know about yourself. I couldn't sleep yesterday. I was. I came back home and re rewatched the match in my mind, thinking about all the things that went wrong, and simply I couldn't fall asleep, and I don't want to ruin even my day. There's another match Sunday, and again, it's very important. We have to get points against Sampdoria. Uh, hope for a revolution, but I don't see it happen. But, you know, this is really the last chance for, for Lazio. If we don't win against Sampdoria, I think... The Champions League is probably already over, but at least keep fighting for the Europe League. We have to make, we have to try it, and uh, yeah, uh, we we need to see a reaction against Sampdoria, even if it's a away match, even if Sampdoria can be a dangerous team. I mean, I can see Candreva scoring from uh, his midfield if Reina starts. So, you know, it's going to be a comp complicated match, but we need to see some sort of reaction from the players, right? Yeah, of course, absolutely. I mean. They're going to be under a lot of pressure. The mood is has turned quite quite sour over the last few days. So, um, cannot understand why. Right? Well, you should. We should say. I mean, it was it was encouraging the second half reaction. You know that that yep. did show that there is some fire in the bellies of these players. There is some grit there, some determination, some some will to win. You know, it's it's not like it was limp from start to finish yesterday. They were awful in the in the first half but they did manage to massively improve second half and and did well with 10 men as well so there is some you know crumbs of comfort to take there but they need to take that spirit of that second half into a 90 minute performance that's what's really needed every single match to be honest rather than just when you're desperately needing it yes i agree but let's remember that we weren't facing uh, manchester united but udinese so yeah you know uh... That was expected, I mean, from the start, not from when you're 3-1 down. Anyway, uh, thank you again, Alistair, for joining me. If you need, I can send you the text of Vola Lazio Vola, so next time you're prepared. <laughs> and, uh, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Remember, you can find us on Twitch, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, wherever you listen to our uh, podcast. Please subscribe wherever you find us. And if you want to support us, patreon.com slash Lazio Lounge. Membership starts $2 a month. Thank you again, Alistair. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're going to come back after Sampdoria Lazio. Ciao. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.